Listen to this episode ad-free when you become a member of TLBC+. Learn more by going to tlbc.co slash join or click the link in the description of this episode. In this episode, we look at why you shouldn't bother setting goals. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share practical, data-driven advice and frameworks to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and goal setting is kind of overrated. Seriously, I know that's going to sound like it goes against a lot of the stuff I always talk about. In fact, it goes counter to my entire book. I wrote a book on goal setting, but since then I've come to realize that goal setting as a strategy is actually pretty overrated and sometimes it can actually be dangerous. It can be the reason that you aren't achieving the things that you want for your life. Now, I know that sounds a little bit crazy, and I'm going to get into it in this episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the reasons why I believe goal setting is not always the right place to start and what you should be doing instead. But before we jump into the episode, let's take a moment to thank today's sponsors. Changing your life and building positive habits is incredibly simple. In fact, You probably already know exactly what you need to do. What makes it difficult is actually getting started and then sticking to the things that you know you should be doing. And this honestly is a bigger problem than you might realize. I've talked about this before, but every time you let yourself down, all the time you spend knowing what to do and not doing it, it hurts your confidence in yourself and it makes it harder to get started in the future. And that's exactly why I created my course, The Consistency Code. The Consistency Code is your step-by-step guide to building consistency in your life, building positive habits, and finally, creating the change that you're looking for. You'll learn why we struggle with consistency, why willpower doesn't work, the first thing you should do after setting a new goal to increase your chances of success, and so much more. It's almost like having me take you by the hand and guide you step by step towards sticking with and finally achieving the goals that you've set. So save yourself the pain of starting and stopping and starting and stopping and starting again by getting a copy of the Consistency Code today. Head over to tldc.co slash course or click the link in the description of this episode. That's tldc.co slash course. And I also want to thank today's other sponsor, Blinkist. Do you ever just want to be a better version of yourself, a more confident, knowledgeable you? The fastest way to do it is through learning. Learning about a new topic or skill can not only broaden your horizons, but also boost your self-esteem. That's where the Blinkist app comes in. Blinkist takes top nonfiction titles, pulls out the key takeaways, and puts them into text and audio explainers called Blinks that give you the most important information 
in just 15 minutes. With Blinkist, you've got access to thousands of titles in 27 categories of the world's best knowledge to choose from. And if you're more of a podcast person, they've got you covered with Blinks for Podcasts called Shortcasts. All of this is available in one app and right in your pocket, so you can learn anytime, anywhere. I like Blinkist because I'm a curious person. I love learning about new ideas and better understanding how things work. With Blinkist, when curiosity strikes, I can jump right into a book on the topic and get exactly what I'm looking for. And two books I'd recommend are Indistractable by Nir Eyal, which is all about how to stay focused each day, and How Not to Worry by Paul McGee, which is all about dealing with anxiety, worry, and stress. So why not try it out? Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. So the first uh, big thing that I want to talk about here. Goal setting, as I said, is oftentimes not the right place to start. It is sort of where we default to starting because unfortunately that is how uh, the industry and and books and speakers and gurus and all of these people have sort of like taught us to start, right? You want to accomplish something, so you need to get clear on that. You need to sit down and you need to set a smart goal or even set a leap goal and, and, and do all of these things, right? You need to get down on a piece of paper and write it out. Uh, but there's a problem here. That, that can work. There is value in that. I, I want to make that clear from the start. I'm not here bashing goal setting. I'm not here saying that no one should ever set goals. What I'm trying to argue is that goal setting isn't always the right move, and it very usually is not the place to start. In fact, when you start there, if it's not the right place for you, I think it can actually hold you back. And one of the reasons for that is because goal setting is too limiting. See, the point of setting a goal is to get specific, to get clear. The, the purpose is to help drive your actions, help drive your focus so that when you wake up on any given day, you know what you should be doing. You know what you are working towards so that when things get difficult, you know why you're struggling, why you're going through it and what it's ultimately leading to. Setting those very specific goals, those destinations, that has value in certain contexts. But when you're just starting out, when you've just decided that you want to change something, when you've just decided that you want to take control of your life, sitting and setting a goal is far too limiting. By definition, it needs to be specific and directed. But at this stage, you don't need to be specific and directed. You actually need to experiment. You need to experience. You need to figure out what else is out there, what the alternatives look like. Your first job when you're trying to change something, when you're trying to improve your life, is not actually to get down to work and focus up. Your first job is to see what the alternative is, is to learn what your options actually look like, is to better understand where it is that you could potentially go. What are your options? 
And this is especially important when we start to look at the specific things that are possible for you versus possible for someone else. Because a lot of our goals, when we set them, they sound very similar. We all want to lose 10 pounds. We all want to save X amount of money. We all want to buy a house. We all want to get a promotion. We all want to find the love of our life. We all want a lot of the same things. A lot of our goals are very much the same as everyone else's around us. But as a result of that, what we end up doing is choosing goals based on what everyone else around us is doing, on what they're focused on, on what we see that they have that maybe we want. We see that our best friend is in a caring, loving relationship, and so that becomes our goal, to find a caring, loving relationship. But we don't ever stop to consider What is different about my situation compared to that other person's situation? How does the context of my life versus the context of their life change the opportunities that are available to me or change the path that I need to take in order to pursue those opportunities? And that's why I say goal setting is too limiting, because when you do it at the beginning, it puts you into a box. It puts you into a situation where you now have the plan. You now have the focus. You now have the step-by-step system, the five steps to accomplish blank. But that's not always valuable, and that's not always contextual to the life that you actually live Yes, maybe your goal is to lose 5, 10 pounds and a very simple path to doing that is to start meal prepping and to stop drinking your calories. That will most likely, if you do those things, will help you accomplish that goal. But that doesn't mean that you're able to do those things. That doesn't mean that your life allows you to do those things. I've given this example before. But if you are a single mother of three barely making it work or a single father of two barely making it work, meal prepping might not be top priority for you. Meal prepping might not be something you're able to stay consistent with. But that that is a thing that could work if you were able to do it. So we need to also ask that question, what are we able to do based on the life that we live? And that's why goal setting is too limiting Which leads me to uh, another point that I want to make on why goal setting is actually maybe not always the best place to start is you don't know what you want to do yet. You honestly don't know. You haven't experienced it. So you don't know if that goal is actually what you want. If your goal is to save X amount of money per month, you could probably reasonably believe that that's a thing you want to do. But without having actually done it, you don't know what sacrifices need to be made in order to accomplish that. If you want to save 20% of your income every single month, you're going to have to give up some stuff. Now, what happens if you try that and you realize the stuff you want to give up is actually critical for you to, to maintain a healthy, happy life? All of a sudden, you don't want that anymore. But you've already set the goal. So what do you do? Well, a lot of us, and and this is the unfortunate truth, a lot of us, what we do in this situation is we keep pursuing that goal, even though it's actively hurting us, even though it's actively uh, sacrificing things that we want to keep, we keep pursuing the goal because otherwise, then we feel like a failure. Then we feel like we just weren't good enough to make it work. Then we feel like we're flip-flopping on goals. No, we're not flip-flopping. 
we're just deciding that we want to do something else. We got the experience. We realized what it was actually like, and we decided that's not actually what we want. I've shared this a lot as well. For a very long time in my life, I had this weird arbitrary goal to have a six pack. Now, for those of you who don't know what I look like, I, I basically have a dad bod, I guess. I don't know, maybe a little less than a dad bod. Like I'm not, I'm really not that like round in the gut area, but I certainly don't have a six pack. Now for a long time, this was something I felt really, really ashamed about because I'd had this goal my entire life. Uh, friends had accomplished this. Uh, people that, that I cared about had done this and it felt like it should be so easy and it felt like I'm working so hard at it. It's only recently that I recognized I don't actually want that. Because the things I would need to sacrifice in order to get to that point aren't things I currently, where I'm at in my life right now, want to sacrifice. Now, of course, I want to be healthy. I'm not out there eating donuts every day. I'm not out there ordering from Domino's every day. I pretty much don't eat fast food. But I'm not willing to give up ice cream every now and then. I'm not willing to give up uh, drinking wine or or a nice cocktail or honestly a, a cold beer. I'm just not. Those are things that make me happy, things that I enjoy doing. And so I'm going to do them. Now, I still work out. I still eat pretty healthy. I, I, I'm i still losing weight. I'm just not pursuing a six-pack. Why? Because I changed that goal. I didn't flip-flop on it. I didn't fail on it. I changed it. I realized what was required to get it, decided I don't want to make that sacrifice, and so I changed it. And when you set a goal too early, when you don't actually know what you want, when you don't actually know what's required to accomplish that goal, you set yourself up for failure. You set yourself up to be in a situation where you need to switch your goal. And sometimes that switching of the goal can eat away at you and it can make you feel like you failed. It can make you feel like you weren't good enough. It can make you feel like everyone else has it figured out except you and it can, it can mess up your self-esteem. So setting that goal too early can put you in a bad spot. Which leads me to my next point of not having enough data. Let me ask you something, and and I kind of talked about this before. Why would you set a goal to accomplish X when you don't even know if that's an option for you, when you don't even know if that's possible for you? Going back to my six-pack goal, Do you know why my friends were able to do it so much faster than me? I won't say easier because they worked hard, but they they did accomplish it much faster than I did. Do you want to know why? Genetics. Plain and simple. Genetics. The place that his body wants to go back to, the place that their body want to go back to, is at a lower body fat percentage than mine wants to go back to. And that's based just on genetics. Now, of course, there is the way that we eat. There's factors that we control. But he was able to get there faster than I would have gotten there and with making fewer sacrifices than I would have gotten there because of genetics. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a knock on him. That's not a knock on me. That's not something we control, good or bad. But we do have to consider it. What are our available options and what are the sacrifices we personally need to make in order to accomplish those options? 
If you've got a bunch of kids at home that are young, newborns, it's going to be harder for you to start a business right now. It's going to be harder for you to get proper sleep right now. It's going to be harder for you to eat properly right now. It's going to be harder for you and your partner to go on a bunch of dates every week right now. That is a reality. That is something we have to address, something we have to consider before we set goals. And when I say you don't have enough data yet, what I mean is you don't actually know what's possible for you. You don't know what time of day it's possible for you to take that action consistently. You don't even know what you like. So why are you setting a goal without ever considering the tasks required to get there and how those tasks fit into your life? It doesn't make sense. Why are we doing that? And then finally, my fourth point and uh, the, the thing that really sort of drove this idea of goal setting not being the best place to start is this. A lot of us haven't done the work. And this is something I'm going to be talking a lot more about over the next few months. But when we look throughout history and we see all of these great accomplishments that were backed up by somebody publicly stating a goal, the example I always use here is the race to the moon. The president came out and said, we're going to the moon. This was the first time. We're going to the moon in the next 10 years or whatever the timeline was. Very publicly stating a goal. And we think about that moment and we think, wow, we really did it in 10 years. No, we didn't. All of the groundwork that led up to that goal being a possibility gets forgotten. All of the ex- random experiments, all of the, the, the deaths, quite honestly, all of the money spent, all of the incredibly intelligent people screwing up over and over and over again just to be able to learn led to the moment where the president could come out and say, we're going to the moon. But we don't think about that. We just think about that announcement and then the accomplishment of that goal. We think about the moment when someone sets a goal and whether or not they accomplished it. And we never consider the groundwork required for a goal to be possible at all, for a goal to be set at all. And I think we need to apply that same approach to our own lives. Do the groundwork first. Figure out what you like. Figure out what matters to you. Figure out what your options are. Get the data. Test things. Experiment. Figure out what time of day makes sense for you with these particular tasks versus these other tasks. Figure out what your limitations are, the things that are going to hold you back. Learn all of this. Test. Do stuff. And then once you've got the data, Then you can sit down and say, what do I want to do with this? Where do I want to take this? What direction do I want to go in? And that's when you set a goal. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, Listen, I want to know your thoughts on this episode. It's going to be a little bit more controversial than some of my other episodes, but this is real. This is something I truly honestly believe that if more people approach their uh, personal development from this perspective we'd see a lot more positive change out there. But I want to hear your thoughts. Find the podcast over on Instagram or Twitter at Tiny Leaps. Reach out to me. Let me know what you think of this episode. Uh, Before we go, I want to thank our two sponsors. The first is the Consistency Code course. If you want to learn how to be more consistent, how to actually get the things that you want in life without going through that process of starting and stopping and starting and stopping, head over to tlbc.co slash course and sign up today. 
And I also want to thank Blinkist. They are a phenomenal, phenomenal app for learning, for experimenting, for trying new things and figuring out what is required in order to accomplish new things. So if you are on a personal development journey, I highly recommend Blinkist. Head over to Blinkist.com slash tiny leaps to get 25% off. Or of course, you can click the links in the description of this episode. Thank you again. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Yeah.